Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's such a pleasure to be here with you all today. I hope wherever you're tuning into from that you are having an absolutely beautiful day today, and I am so excited to share with you today's episode. We have another very special guest interview, and I had so many aha moments and major realizations when I recorded this conversation. Our guest is Natalia Del Olmo. She has been on the podcast before. I will make sure I link the previous episode in the show notes for this episode. Natalia is a breath healer and holistic life coach, also known as the breath chica, and she helps women to embrace their feminine power, create a healthy lifestyle and step into the spiritual path. Now, on this episode, we are diving deep into orgasmic breathwork awakening and how that can help you to tap into your inherent power, manifesting power, creativity power, and abundance, and also how this supports you in your business. Of course, we're taking a holistic approach to business, and so we can use amazing tools like breathwork and orgasms to support us to open up and receive in our businesses. And you're going to learn all about why this is possible in this conversation with Natalia. We're also talking about how we can use breath work as a tool for self-healing and emotional processing. We're talking about the link between pleasure and abundance, Natalia's journey connecting with her inner voice, including in inner voice facilitation in the different ways that we've been working together. Natalia has been one of my longstanding clients. She's been out in the Holistic Business Mistress Mind this year, and she was also in the very first one I did last year. And we've also worked together one-to-one. So Natalia was there just as I started offering inner voice facilitation and she has been really deepening into her own inner voice work. And it's been so incredible to see just how uh, effective that has been for really allowing her to just live this really incredible life that she is living. We're also diving into Natalia's journey since the last time we um, checked in with her on the podcast, because so much has been happening in Natalia's life. As we discuss in this episode, it's almost like we're talking to a different person, right? Because just so much is happening for her on a personal, a spiritual and business level. So we're really talking about that journey and how self-trust has been so important for her, especially as she's delved into all of of this work in the healing and the mystic and the psychic development and the orgasmic breathwork awakening space. And so this is going to be a really beautiful episode for those of you who feel like you really want to move forward in, a, in an area in your business or in your life or use your voice, but you feel like you, there's fear holding you back from really expressing yourself and your truth. So I'm super duper excited for you to all meet Natalia, to meet her where she is at this moment in her life and to hear all of the incredible things that she's been learning. She's also a manifesting generator like me. And so she loves all of the things, all of the modalities. She's super passionate and she follows that excitement and inspiration. And so she's a really, really, really beautiful example of someone who is really embodying her design and 
because of that, lighting up the world around her. I can't wait for you to meet Natalia. There's so many quotables in this episode. And before we dive in to the episode, I've got a couple of announcements for you all. The first is my Create Your Beautiful Year, the workbook is now available. This is an end of year workbook that shares my exact process that I take myself through at the end of every year to make sure that I am celebrating and reflecting on the year that I have just lived and experienced and also that I am aligning with the person that I am today by simply becoming aware of who that person actually is through this amazing self-inquiry process that I'll take you through. And through that, you'll be able to set a new vision for yourself, intentions and goals, and really align with your truth and your purpose as you move forward into the new year. Now, of course, you can take yourself through this process whenever you want, but I love to do it from the 1st of December to the 31st of December, and that's why there's 31 exercises. So you can create space every day to do one of the exercises and over the course of the month, you'll then get to the 31st of December and you'll just feel so lit up and inspired and happy because you know exactly where you're going and you most importantly know who you are in this moment. Now you can of course cram all of the 31 exercises into a few days. You can also do it outside of December. Another great time of year is at your birthday, but doing this as an annual process is literally the most exciting thing that I do every year. And it means I create the most incredible incredible years for myself. So I'm really excited to share this process with you all. It has been highly requested and you can now go and order your copy at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash workbook, as well as finding more details about what that actually is. The second announcement I have for you all today is that if you would like to find out about working with me in 2021, and that includes in either my holistic business mistress mind or in create your beautiful biz, make sure that you fill out my business assessment form, which you can find at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash assessment. I'm asking a series of questions for you so that you can answer, reflect, and get clarity on where you are right now in your business and the support that you want. And then also by you answering those questions, you're also going to give me the information that I need to assess what the best way of working with me in your business would be in 2021. So if you'd love to work with me in 2021, make sure you fill that out as soon as possible. Head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash assessment. Finally, if you have not joined us yet for Holistic Business Month, you definitely should. I have delivered five different holistic business trainings. They're all really incredible to support you in your business. And we have a series of amazing holistic workshops to support you to nurture and nourish yourself as a CEO of your beautiful business. Natalia will be giving an amazing breathwork workshop over in Holistic Business Month as well. And you can access all of this for free right now today over at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Holistic Business Month. All right, my beautiful friends, without further ado, let's now dive in to this amazing conversation with Natalia. Welcome back to the podcast, Natalia. (laughs) Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to have you here and to have you back. I had to restart the intro, everybody, because I forgot that we've already had Natalia on before. It was such a great conversation and I'm so grateful to have you back to talk about some other new topics today, which you have been exploring deeply this year. And so to get us started, could you please let us know a little bit about who you are and who you serve in the world today? 
Of course. So yeah, it felt like it was a lifetime ago. <laughs> it really does. Podcast. So much has changed. Um, but yeah, my name is Natalia. I am the breath chica. So I am a breath healer and holistic life coach, mainly focusing on working with women. And I'm helping women awaken to their full feminine power, heal themselves, create a lifestyle that feels in alignment with their soul, that prioritizes health and well-being, and step into the spiritual path and open to their connection to the divine. I love it. So beautiful. So I know that you shared quite a bit about your story last time of how you got to, you know, starting your business, but I feel like there's been so much that has happened since then that is so fundamental to the breath work you're doing today, to breath chica, to the feminine power, and just you've been on such a journey over the past 12 months. So I'd love to know to kick us off how you got to where you are today. Yes, so I come mainly from the fitness industry. So I was a Pilates teacher for many, many years, and I always focused on you know health and well-being uh, from the body perspective. And then when I came to live in England, for, because I'm from from Spain, I became a life coach because I just had this intuitive feeling that I wanted to help people. Um, with their lives, not just with their bodies. And, you know, that led me to becoming a life coach and then uh, becoming a Reiki master and uh, meeting my partner. And I started my business. And, you know, I was mixing life coaching with Pilates. And that was sort of the beginning of my business journey. I, I moved from a very masculine way of trying to make it in the city, you know, like in London, trying to work many, many hours to have uh, to make a living, to then um, become a life coach and want to have a more feminine way of doing business, become an entrepreneur, have my own schedule, be, be my own boss, have more flexibility, be able to travel with my partner. So th- those were like the early days. And um, then what happened was that in the last 12 months, I joined the Holistic Business Mistress Mind first round um, with you. And um, then I met uh, my breathwork mentor, whose name is Alan Dolan. And then I started to dive deeper into my own healing journey with plant medicine, breathwork healing. And um, I also started to do uh, psychic development and spiritual development and it's sort of like my journey took me into this way more like mystical, feminine, um, yeah, like unexpected journey. And and then I was working with you one-to-one and it really felt like I was becoming more of a healer mm. than a coach. So I still, still love life coaching and it's one of my favorite tools to use with my clients. Um, but it became clear to me that I'm here to hold the space for healing to occur for people, um, working with the body, working with the altered states of consciousness and um, working with ancient um, traditions like plant medicines and breath work. And that's sort of the journey I've been in for the last, I think, yeah, good, good 12 
months. And um, that's what I'm mainly doing with my clients right now. And this is the journey that I'm in. Mm, Yeah, I love this. So I love what your story shows us. Like, first of all, how our businesses are always evolving and how we can bring in so many different aspects of our own personal development journey and our own journey and all of the different things we're interested in because Natalia, like me, is a manifesting generator, everyone. And I always love to acknowledge that a lot of people who listen to this podcast who may not be manifesting generators, but they're multi-passionate. And so they love lots of different things, have lots of different interests. And as you can see, just through Natalia's journey that she's just sort of quickly taken us through there, she's been interested in Pilates and life coaching and plant medicine and the mystical and feminine healing, um, psychic development, like All of these things are totally possible to integrate into a business because we're really just showing up as ourselves and we have lots of different interests as people. So it's like a totally normal thing. And yeah, I think this, you're such a beautiful example of that, Natalia. Thank you. Yeah. And I think it's, it's funny because the mind always wants to keep you stuck in one in one role like when I was a life coach and I practiced as a life coach for about a year and then it was clear to me that my practice needed to expand Mm. and I had that rough time with my mind because I felt like oh I'm a failure because I'm not wanting to stick to one thing but because of the things that you have taught me you know especially working with human design and with my inner voice and with my intuition like I've just learned how to accept my myself and I'm just yeah multi-passionate and love creating things in an unconventional way as well like mixing different practices and creating something completely new that that really sparks my my light yeah and I think when you talk about expanding and and going into unknown territory i.e innovating and creating new things I think we need to, you mentioned the word accept. There's a such a degree of self-acceptance and acceptance of how your journey is unfolding, which involves trust, self-trust and trust of the universe. And that sounds like a really easy thing to do, but when you're in practice, because we have minds and the mind isn't here to trust, it's here to protect us, so it's naturally not trusting, it's we almost feel like we're fighting with ourselves because we we know things are great for us and we feel inspired and we're ready for the expansion on a soul level. But then practically when you're in it, the mind is just telling you all the reasons why that expansion um, is scary. So I love that you mentioned this here because I feel like everybody listening <laughs> will so resonate with that journey too. And just while we're on this topic, what do you think has really helped you to deepen into that that acceptance of your gifts and your power and that evolution and that like self-trust? I think the main thing has been to commit to my spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. So to find connection with something greater than myself. And I've I've done that through breathwork for sure, um, through meditation, Another thing that has helped me a lot has been connecting with my inner voice. Mm. That has been life-changing because when you start realizing that your soul, it's in her own little journey that you have no idea, you know, where it's going and 
and she's basically the main character in this game, in this in this reality, you sort of have to let her go where she wants to go and um, building that connection and that trust consciously has really helped me relax in general and also accept myself and and be be able to move forward in directions that I never thought that I was gonna that I was gonna go. Um, for example, when I when I was a Pilates teacher, I, I I worked in the field for 10 years and then I did my teacher training. So my next logical step was to just do Pilates teacher training for other people who wanted to be Pilates teachers. And when I started to realize, oh, that's not what I want to go. What I want to go is into life coaching and breath work and help people with their healing. To me, that was a big inner conflict because my mind was telling me, but you've trained for this for 10 years and this is your path. And I also come from a family business of Pilates teachers and Pilates studio owners and uh, teacher training. And, and it was like, I don't understand where this is taking me, but I trusted. I went into my breathwork journey. And then a year and a half later, I reconnected with my Pilates community. And I actually led a breathwork seminar for Pilates teachers online during during lockdown. And it was amazing. It was like it was like I was suddenly combining all my knowledge about Pilates and about what it means to be a Pilates teacher. What do Pilates teachers struggle with, especially, you know, when they live in cities like Barcelona, Madrid, London, and um, how to help them through breath. And I was able to just hold this beautiful space for them. And, and then I, I understood something about my soul. I was like, oh, she doesn't want to leave Pilates behind. She just wants to do much more other things <laughs> and I just have to let her play in the way she wants to play so that was really powerful that is beautiful let her play in the way she wants to play and you also said let her go where she wants to go I feel like these are quotables that we need to share everywhere because <laughs> it's so <laughs> true so and that's such a beautiful story um how you ended up then using breath work with the Pilates community. And I think that that's something, you know, we feel like we've got to do all or nothing, you know, when we're at those crossroads. So it's like, okay, I don't want to go into what I've seen other people do before, which is to be the Pilates um, teacher and so the teacher trainer. I want to do something different. So our mind says, well, that means you're letting go of Pilates altogether. Like that's it. You're a life coach now, (laughs) as you said, as you sort of touched on before. And then even, you know, when you were talking about coaching and healing, the mind says, well, you're a healer, not a coach now, but you recognize that these are all different tools that you have that you can offer and you're just allowing the journey to unfold and then beautiful, magical uh, co-creations with the universe happen like that breath work that you led for the Pilates community. And like, so you're not... um, you're not narrowing yourself ever. You're just allowing to you're allowing yourself to be guided and to receive the the experiences as you go along. And that's really that's how we create incredible things. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so beautiful. So you you mentioned inner voice. I just wanted to touch on that for a second. Um, 
the so for anyone who doesn't know what the inner voice is, it's, we're talking about your soul, your intuition, that sense of knowing within you. Um, and part of the coaching that we do together is we do some inner voice facilitation work, which is a is is a practice created by Jess Lively, and that's something that I'm trained in. And um, so, Natalia, just because you've mentioned this. Can you share a little bit about your experience with inner voice facilitation, both with me, but also just with yourself too, because you do this in so many different ways? Yeah, so um, the first time we did it together in one of our one-to-one sessions, I experienced so much energy clearing that it really allowed me to then download ideas and uh, get guidance on how to move forward with my business. So I feel like inner voice can really help you create space to then receive guidance. Mm -hmm. But then um, it also um, has helped me, you know, by, by every morning after doing my meditation, just dropping into my inner voice and asking myself a couple of questions out loud. So for example, I would say, inner voice, what should I be doing about this or that, you know, and I just breathe out and wait for a message to come from the area of my solar plexus. So it's really, really in my body. It's not, my, it's not the voice in my mind. Mm. And then it will give me very clear answers, very grounded. And it just, it's, it's like having your own inner, inner guide. Mm. And, um, and I must say, it's not always easy to listen to what she has to say she, because she will say the opposite to what the mind is saying. So um, I think it's also a practice to trust that if you follow what she's saying, then to see where that's going to take you. Mm. Um, but yeah, for me, working together and doing the inner voice sessions have, has been really powerful. I've had lots of energy clearing in me you know, lots of healing coming through and I've gained more trust in myself. Mm, Yeah. It's so amazing knowing that you've always got that inner guide to turn to at any point. And it doesn't mean that you have to follow what the, the, the answers that you get, but it's like when you know you should have done something because you have that hunch and then later you're like, but you don't follow it. And then later you're like, yeah, but I knew that I should have. And even that is just reassuring to sort of build your trust in your inner voice. But it's totally okay that we don't follow it all the time because we're scared and the, and the mind is very loud. So, um, yeah, I love that you've just been so open with inner voice work and that you've continued to practice because it really shows in the expansion you've allowed yourself uh, over the, you know, the past year that you've been expanding quite quickly. Um, so, okay, I would love to know about breath work. How, like, why, tell us a little bit about why breath work is one of your favorite tools to talk about and to use with your clients and how it's changed your life. Oh my gosh, breathwork is like my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, I discovered breathwork about two and a half years ago because my partner really struggled with um, staying asleep in the night. So he heard about the breath guru, my mentor, Alan Dolan, and he just went for a session with him. And when he came home, he said, you need to do breath work. I'm going to book you in. This is amazing. You have to try it. 
So that's when I first tried breathwork. And the way in which I can explain my experience was, it was like using your breath to come into an altered state of consciousness, but at the same time be fully relaxed and release so much stagnant energy, so much trauma, so much limiting beliefs and unconscious you know, things that we're holding. And to then reach this point of bliss and then be able to break patterns in your life really quickly. Mm. So I had a very powerful session with, with Alan the first time I met him. And I must say, you know, breathwork is intense and it's the first experience is not always the same for everyone. I was really lucky to have a very, very powerful experience the first time. And I just knew at that moment, okay, this is something that I'm going to be doing. And I also knew at that moment in that session, okay, Alan is someone I'm going to be working with. I just, I don't know how yet. At that time, he didn't even have his mentorship open. <laughs> but I just knew, so like my my intuition was already guiding me. And, uh, and uh, I was working with him for a few sessions. And, and then when he opened his mentorship, it was at the perfect timing because at that time I was already thinking, oh, I want to I wanna transition from Pilates and coaching into something else. And then I just signed up with him when he opened his mentorship. And breathwork, what, what, what this is, this is a self-healing modality. Mm-hmm. So what, what's exciting about this is it's something that you can do on your own once you learn. And it's a tool that you have with you for life. It's a tool that allows you to access more of your respiratory capacity and it puts your body in an autopilot reset mode. So allowing the body to heal itself, you're allowing the body to access its own healing. Mm. So it's really powerful. And I love it because I really believe that the, that the body can actually heal itself. But because our minds don't believe in it, you know, we often rely on external resources, but the, the body is so powerful. Mm. And this um, breathwork that I practice is called Conscious Connected Breathing. And it was created by Stan Groff um, when psychedelics were really, really popular in like the 60s and the 50s. And, and people were starting to study how psychedelic states uh, were a great way to heal trauma and, you know, heal um, addicts and what happened was that obviously psychedelics got shut down because they had a bad reputation at that time. And then this man started to uh, play with breathwork and uh, he realized, oh, I can actually get to a state of altered state of consciousness without taking any substances, but just by breathing. And then from that moment, breathwork sort of was created and it's it's all the same it's all it's all conscious connected breathing but um there are different schools that have infused their essence into the way they teach um so for example i also um learned with clarity breathwork who who are a school uh led by these two women um ashana and dana and they are the pure embodiment of the divine feminine. They're they're very powerful healers. They're they're very, you know, committed to the divine feminine rising. And the way they teach breathwork is is with this gentle feminine approach, with this beautiful, you know, 
nurturing approach. Um, but then you you have other breathwork styles like Wim Hof, um, who is a, you know this man who's like sort of very very like primal, you know, very masculine, very connected with nature, and his breathwork technique is a bit more aggressive and and it's a more masculine. And you go you breathe and then you go into the cold. So it's absolutely fantastic, but it's it's just a different approach. But what is happening in the body is similar. Your body is going into this. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. So I'm just clearing my throat. Um, yes. So what's happening in the body is is the sim- is the similar thing. You are um, getting into this state of self healing, and then the breath work works uh, on three levels. So at the physical level by moving your energy, um, removing energy blocks, energizing you, um, clearing attention out of the body, uh, getting more oxygen in. So there are some chemical reactions that are happening inside of the body that, you know, have a benefit for your health. Mm. And it also works at the emotional level by allowing us to release emotional baggage that we all carry. Mm. And it, it's, it's got a really gentle way of processing emotion and processing trauma. Mm. So to me, it's like this safe way to heal yourself. And it also works, it works at the spiritual level. So it um, helps us connect with the oneness of the universe. Um, it helps us connect with God or the divine or whatever it is that you believe in. Um, you can really feel feelings of peace and uh, happiness and joy. But it also helps you connect with spirit. So you can connect with your spirit guides. You can have, you know, visitations from loved ones happening in ceremony. Um, yeah, you can you can have some deep spiritual experiences and I, I would go I would go far to say like expect the unexpected like you never know what can happen like I've seen so many different things happening in ceremony like you know people speaking to ancestors um I once went to this sort of altered state of consciousness and I was in a, like a different dimension and it, it was very clear like I was just not in this dimension I was somewhere else and I understand that, you know, this is very, um, very difficult to comprehend. But it, it, I'm just saying, you know, if you practice this, just be open to, you know, do a little bit of astral traveling. <laughs> so I absolutely love it. Like it's really changed my life. It's, it's changed the way I see um, healing and the way I see life. And it's just very, I, I keep it close to my heart, you know, these practices. Beautiful. I love that. So I've just written down a couple of things that I wanted to touch on. The first is the um, how the the connection with healing and the self healing and what you were talking about with emotional baggage. Um, you know, I know that our tendency is always to when we notice that there's an emotion that might be uncomfortable, something that doesn't make us feel good. The tendency is to lean out of the emotion and not to feel it. It's to numb it, escape it, um, focus your attention on something else, you know, watch TV or whatever it is. And um, but the emotion is there to be felt so that it can be experienced. 
And what I've found is um, through the inner voice work that I've been doing as well, often when we're trying to connect to our inner voice, emotions will come up that get in the way of us dropping deeper into our inner voice. And so breath work has been so significant for me as well with that work to support people as those emotions come up um, to just to help move the energy and to give it space to be felt. So that really feels like exactly what you're talking about here. It helps you to like shift emotions that have been with you for a long time and that also could be connected to trauma that's stored in the body because that's what our body is doing. It's just storing, it stores it all. Like our body's almost like a memory of all the things mm-hmm. that have happened. Is that what you, does that like yeah. align? Yes, that aligns 100%. So emotions are our energy and the breath is the vehicle in which the emotions are moving. Mm. So notice how when you are, stressed out or you are concerned about something you would you will alter your breath pattern often holding your breath yeah even if it's for like a second so that's when then the emotions get filed away to be processed later because the brain is like well you're not really going to process this right now because you're not breathing and maybe because of the circumstances you're in you know maybe you're having a difficult conversation with your boss and, you know, it's not the time to process that emotion. So it will get filed away. So both on the spot when you are having the emotion to then breathe through it will be absolutely helpful. And also when you are uh, doing your breathwork practice, these emotions will come up and it's a little bit like similar to the inner voice um, sessions. So some emotions will come up that are not necessarily they're not necessarily linked with what's going on in your life in this moment, but they might be from last week or last year or childhood, whatever. And then all you have to do is just you be present with that emotion. You breathe through it and just support yourself with your breath as you feel it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, when we do this, this is such a huge act of self-love because Mm -hmm. and self-trust to know that we are strong enough to hold ourselves when we are experiencing anything. Mm. And I think this is another good moment to maybe touch on the soul and, you know, mention that the soul loves everything. Mm. She loves all the emotions. She doesn't just want to experience the good stuff. She also wants to experience all the sadness, pain, shame, as, you know, all the difficult emotions that we judge as bad. Mm. And um yeah, like this is something I've, I've really been exploring, um, doing shadow work and, um, you know, experiencing this part of me that wants to experience this shadow, more difficult, dark mm-hmm. side of existence and why we all have that. And if, if, we're, if we're all coming here into this incarnation to experience all of it, well, it must be that all the dark emotions are also equally valid. Mm. So breathwork creates this beautiful, you know, continue to do that safely and to become more comfortable with your pain, with your darkness, and it almost like hold space for it in a sacred way. And I, I agree with you what you said about leaning into the emotion rather than leaning away from it. What I what I now do is if I'm noticing that I'm a little bit stagnant or I'm noticing resistance towards my breathwork practice, then I know that it's time 
to, to do it. <laughs> and I just, I just, it's like going to, it's like you're going to do a workout. Like, you know, you, you put your timer, you're going to breathe for 15 minutes and you're just going to do it. And whatever comes up, you're just going to be there with yourself and you cannot get out of it. <laughs> it's like a workout. It's like a commitment. You're holding this space, same as you would, you know, go to the gym and join your yoga class every day. And you're not just living in the middle of the closet going away you know you're staying in your mat yeah this is so good because I feel like it's um when when you know things are great for you (laughs) our mind has a way of trying to make it more complicated than it is and like you know trying to get us to uh, not do those things but when you actually do it you're like oh my gosh I'm so glad that I did that and I really found with the breath work that often my mind, it doesn't want to feel it. It doesn't want to spend the time doing it. Um, but when I give myself the gift, that self-love of breathing through it, what what it does, this is what happens in inner voice sessions as well. Um, we, I, you'll say to someone, we're just going to feel this now for a couple of minutes with the breath holding you as you're feeling it and breathing the whole time. And you don't need to, you don't need to experience this emotion on a like downgraded um, sort of way of feeling it that lasts for some people a lifetime and then is like passed on (laughs) to the people around them. You just get to feel it for three minutes or for five minutes or for 15 and be done with it. And I think like there's probably a lesson we can all take, um, from that in all sorts of aspects of our life because it's like when you've got a to-do list of things that you know keep sort of popping up but if you just took the time to do like those things that um feel like the most annoying things to do if you just like spent the five minutes and got it done at the start of the day you'd feel a lot better because uh, you've had that little cleanse of whatever's bothering you and is on your mind and it's kind of the same with these practices our mind doesn't want us to do it because it's going to allow you to drop deeper into yourself and that's scary which is also about expansion but when we do that we drop into that trust into that love into that abundance the soul connection as you're speaking uh, as you as you were just speaking about yes absolutely and um another thing that maybe could help our listeners to you know embrace emotional processing is to set an intention. And I often, you know, notice that when I set an intention for my breathwork practice, I always receive guidance. So it's almost like if you really speak to your higher self or, you know, to spirit or to your guides, whoever you want to feel supported by, if you you ask them, you will be given, you will receive. So if I'm experiencing, you know, some resistance, um, I might go into my breathwork practice and and say, okay, well, show me, show me what am I feeling resistance to, or I'll say, please, like, help me um, uncover whatever is underneath this resistance and show me where to go. And and the breath, it, it's a vehicle for that sort of guidance to come from the above, whether that is your higher self, your soul. Um, yeah, God, it always comes with an answer. It's really interesting. That's that's so cool. Yeah, because the emotion might be 
preventing you from dropping into that connection with your inner voice, your soul. So it's like when you process that, it allows more space, which is what our intuition, our inner voice needs, space to receive. It allows that to come through. So beautiful. And the breath is something that you always have with you, a tool that you can use, like you said, for life that's always there. That's beautiful. Um, Okay. I would love to know, because I know this is something you've been exploring, uh, about reconnecting with um, your sexuality and the breath. So I know that you recently ran an amazing um, program called The Orgasmic Awakening. And so I'd love to know about how the two real, like connect and relate, how it can support us in that area. Okay. Yeah, I'm so excited to, to dive into this. Um, so I have to first sort of acknowledge that the reason why I created the Orgasmic Breathwork Awakening program was because I was going through a really hard time for like about a month. Um, so personally, I was just struggling with um, my partnership and all my fears were coming up and I was really, really, really emotional. And in the past, I would have been really scared of being emotional, right? I, I would have been scared of my anxiety coming up again and and sort of reject the whole thing. But now I just feel so confident to process my own emotions that I actually did the opposite. I, I said, okay, actually, I'm going to go so deep into my emotions. I'm going to let myself feel everything. I'm going to go into the darkness. I want to understand my shadow. I want to understand why these feelings are coming up. And um, and then at the time, because obviously the universe works in this amazing synchron- synchronicity way, um, also towards that um time I was also doing a lot of research around pleasure Um, I was reading the book Pussy by uh, Mama Gina and I was just you know following a couple of coaches that I love that really talk about uh, sexual liberation and so it just felt like these two things came at the same time yeah like this awareness around pleasure and sexual liberation and also this awareness of the shadow and uh, almost like these darker aspects of me and I thought, oh, this is there's something here for me to explore. So I um, decided to try something um, because at that time I had already started to practice self pleasure, just to play with like my 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 body, my sensuality, to like um, drop deeper into my body and to allow myself to expand into more pleasure into receiving more from from the universe so i had already started you know introducing this into my practice i've been working with yoni eggs for a long time doing some womb clearing and um yeah like yoni massage and then so this this was something i was already sort of doing but then when i was going through this rough time of darkness i then decided okay well I'm feeling, feeling pretty shit, <laughs> so I need to I need to shift my energy in a way that I can then feel good enough to go into self pleasure because it doesn't feel right to go into it when I'm in the middle of crying or feeling really ashamed or feeling lost. So then, what I did was commit to my breathwork practice 
for 15 days in a row um, to, breath, to do breath work first for about 30 minutes and then to do my self-pleasure practice right after. Mm. Now, so during my breath work, I was really, really going deep, you know, allowing myself to feel all my emotions, um, uncovering all the limiting beliefs that were creating those emotions because obviously our, our thoughts create our feelings. So with, during breath work, you go into this altered state of consciousness and you're able to access your subconscious. So it's really easy to see underlying beliefs that are really not good for you, that are maybe blocking you or causing you pain and suffering. And so I was really present with those. I was breathing, I was feeling the emotions. And with breath work, it always, it's like a roller coaster. You always go up and then goes down. So you feel like an intense emotion, but then it always ends with this blissful um, sensation in your body of release. Mm. And I was then in this very expanded state. And because I, I felt like I had done such deep work, you know, like working, processing my emotions, I then committed to, okay, now I'm going to bring myself back into my heart space. And I'm going to do this um, through my self-pleasure practice. So maybe that would look like um, touching myself or working with my crystal wand. But then other times it would, it would look like I'm just going to dance for 15 minutes and like be, like be really sensual with myself. Or I'm going to have um, a warm shower and then like do a massage with coconut oil. So it, it, necessarily, it doesn't necessarily involve like sex, sex mm-hmm. in the self-pleasure practice. But I noticed that when I was doing my, um, my sacred ritual with myself, working with my one, so and giving myself an orgasm right after doing the breath work, I, I would notice that my energy field was just expanded a mm-hmm. hundred, a hundred times more than usual. Um, I was able to like massage the inside of my cervix and the inside of my yoni um, with the intention to like further release these beliefs, these emotions that were holding me back. And then because I was in this expanded state and I could feel it, like I've never been in such an expanded state, I would then, you know, um, use my orgasm to call in abundance or call in things that I'm wanting to manifest. And I was just playing with the whole thing. I was like, just seeing where this will, will take me. And I have to say that I released so much trauma. I, I was able to really, really integrate my sexuality and um, heal myself from a lot of sexual shame. And I was able then to expand both my mindset and uh, things that I wanted to do in my business. Mm. And I was able to manifest more clients and to uh, receive the download for this program, launch it really quickly, get clients really quickly. And the whole thing just felt that it happened so quickly and so um, in a natural way. Mm. And, you know, the, the, the sort of knowledge behind this program is the idea that women when they are in pleasure they are more connected with their lower chakras so the root chakra sacral and solar plexus and these are 
the spaces where the women experiences the most life force. You know, our energy gets created from the hara, from the womb space. And this is this is the portal of life, right? Like this is where we create energy. And often because we are so disconnected from our bodies and from our pleasure, we would find ourselves having low energy or experiencing sort of lethargic moods. And I've I've really discovered that this is something that we experience because we're so disconnected from our natural source of energy, which is endless. And also life force is the same as um, sexual energy. So life force energy, sexual energy is all the same. And we all come from this energy. So when you are making a baby and you're having sex and that orgasmic energy is so powerful that it creates life. It brings a baby through. It brings a being through the astral <laughs> or whatever we come from, like, you know, into this manifestation of reality. So it's it's a portal for manifestation of everything that we have in life. Everything that we are consciously and unconsciously manifesting. So I wanted to get in touch with this part of me and it, it, it was beautiful because it really, it made me um, own my sexuality more. My, the fact that, you know, I am a sexual being, I have this powerful energy within me and it doesn't have to necessarily be used in a sexual way, but it can be used in a creative way. It can be used for wellness. It can be used for mental well-being. Um, it can be used to sustain joy and bliss for longer. So yeah, that's a rough explanation of of the whole thing, but I I hope that's good enough. Yeah, it's great. So what I'm really hearing from you, I love, first of all, that you mentioned it being a portal, our sexual energy as a portal, like opening up that portal. And what I wrote down, what came through for me as you were talking, you spoke about the release and how like bliss you can feel after that. And I thought, yeah, because that's because that space, release is space. It creates space. And when we create space, we create space to receive. And that could be high emotions, like feeling bliss and peace and all of the things. It could be downloads. It could be abundance. It could be um, creativity. Like all of the, as you said, it's that opening of the portal. That's exactly what it's done. It's created the space. so I love the word you use there of portal. Yeah, and and another thing that was coming through as you were saying that is, you know, the, the womb is this magical space, this magical portal, but it it's also um, the space where women hold everything. Mm. Yeah. So in your cervix, in the walls of your um, yoni, that's where you hold tension, stress, trauma from this life and from past lives as well and you know from ancestors so this is the space where we start to build walls energetically and physically mm. so there is a i'm sure you know there is a connection between the brain and the and the womb the mind and the womb so if you are someone who's struggling with scarcity um you know not not being able to be intimate with your partner or like experience pleasure during sex all these things 
are stored in your in your yoni. Mm-hmm. So when you start consciously clearing the physical space, maybe by you know massaging yourself or um, setting the intention to 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 clear the space while when you're working with your yoni one or even when you're working with your partner, like having sex, you can then release these scarcity blocks that then affect all your life, affect your business, the way you're interacting with money, the way you're interacting with pleasure, the way you're interacting with your friends and with the world. So it's it's really interesting for people who have already done all the mindset work. You know, they've, they've done all the mindset, they they keep and they sort of keep hitting this wall mm. of scarcity into patterns of scarcity, you know, go down into the root, <laughs> go literally down into the root, <laughs> work with your work with your yoni, set the intention to go deep, release these um scarcity beliefs. And then do the work to shift them by orgasming or not even orgasming, but just feeling pleasure. And it's like this alchemization of beliefs, thoughts, and emotions, right? Like you might be feeling really stagnant and scarcity, but then you release it through your practice. And then with the pleasure, you call in the new feeling abundant. So it's like this beautiful, I think it's a magical practice, like Mm. this ability we have to alchemize our energy and then create something new Mm. and that we can do it through pleasure as well which is something that especially for women we have been shamed about pleasure and um you know internally and externally for a long time told it's something wrong so i think it's uh it's interesting that it's through pleasure that we're actually able to really activate our power and connection to ourselves and also being educated. (laughs) Like most of us have been educated that um, pleasure and sex involves another person, right? Like a partner Mm -hmm. and that it needs to be a man, right? Like that's the message we've been told and sold. So I love the way that you describe sexuality for women as this broader perspective and something that can be, you know, you with yourself, like just needing yourself and and how it can be um, also a massage and, you know, tantalising the senses, Um, this aspect, this idea of pleasure actually, just pleasure generally. Um, Mm. I think that that is liberating for women to hear. Yes. Um, I think... One thing that was coming up was, as you were saying that, you know, it's it's like um, the most intimate you can get with yourself, really. Um, if you think about it, our, our our lower our lowest moments are where we are, you know, struggling, having deep emotions that we women tend to be afraid of because we've been told it's not okay to feel your full range of emotions and express yourself. So uh, when we are in those those like moments of you know meltdown or really feeling feeling down if you can really meet yourself there with your most intimate self which is ultimately making love to yourself mm. you know it's, it's, a, it's almost like a combination of tears and love yeah. and and I just it's so intimate and there's nobody nobody needs to be there with you you can be there with yourself and if you can go deep with yourself and witness all your 
flaws and all the things that you perceive to be wrong in your life, if you can really witness that and still love yourself enough to be there with yourself and then transmute that energy through pleasure by whatever, you know, touching yourself, showering with with essential oils and meditating or just lying with yourself with a nice blanket, just allowing yourself to lie down for like an hour. That's a new level of connection with yourself. And I think that's true power. When you have that, nobody can mess with you. You know, you you it's like, yeah, whatever, I've been there. I've been in the in the hole. Nobody can make it worse, you know, like and, and I definitely during that time I felt a, a greater sense of inner power. Mm. And it was almost intimidating to to feel that power within myself. And I think this is something all women need to slowly integrate in their lives so that they can, you know, help create the world that is going to be sustainable for the future, you know, um, with this divine energy coming through. Mm. Oh, I love everything that you're saying here. And, um, and that piece about really allowing yourself to be intimate with yourself and how that can also be confronting, allowing yourself to be in that space. I was just thinking it's, you know, allowing yourself to really receive your full power and, and also just receive generally, like that's often uh, a really big issue for a lot of women, whether it's abundance, whether it's love, whether it's sex, whether it's money, like whatever it is, the process of receiving um, feels scary. And so playing with that in this way is a really beautiful way to practice opening up and allowing and how beautiful that we get to do that with the safety of ourselves. Um, it also, I just wanted to mention with the, it makes so much sense that the creativity, abundance and money as a part of abundance and sexuality are all um, opened up through this practice because they are all part of the sacral centre, that that energetic centre. And I think it's really interesting <laughs> that you said before, I can't remember the act, oh, the exact phrase, something like getting to the root, going to the actual root. I just think that's so amazing. Like we, there's so many of these sayings and then when you actually listen to them and take them like, we, we skip a beat and make them mean all these other things. But that's an example of one of those where you actually go to the root, the root center, the body, it allows you to really solve it. And I think that's a real thing for a lot of people trying like lots of mindset things and um, really trying to do things from the mind and then getting to a certain place, but not being able to go further. And yeah, I've, I've definitely found that. And that's why I think um, working with the cycle any sort of body work, breath work, um, inner voice work, all of this is just next level in where, in the way it allows you to overcome some of those like limitations. Yeah, and, and I absolutely think that, you know, working with your mind is, is still really important. But um, one thing that I realised with this work is, it's a lot of shadow integration mm. for us women as well as the collective. You know, this if you think about it like sexuality, money, pleasure, these these are things that are in the shadow in society. You know, they're they're not okay. They're judged as 
bad. We we've been raised, you know, with all these distortions, ideas of like what sexuality is and what are the purposes of sexuality. And and I think because the world is is in such a messy state. It's our responsibility as individuals, especially as women, entrepreneurs, business owners, to really meet ourselves all the way into the shadow. And and because this, this is a scary, confronting, but it also when you integrate these aspects of you, like for example, wanting to have lots of money, mm. wanting to have lots of clients, wanting to have lots of orgasms, like these are things that women are really scared to say they want. But the deep down, most of us have a desire for. So um, by going into the shadow and working with our body in this way, by going into the root, it's like we slowly integrate these part, parts of us. We become more accepting of the whole of who we are. And then that helps us move forward in business as well. Because if you're having this fixed idea in your mind that you are a certain way, but then you have a good cry and a good orgasm and then you shift your mindset and then it's like you're this new person. And it's like you can shift into your new level of self very quickly. That's what I've found with breath work and with the self-pleasure practices. It's almost like a mini quantum leap. Mm, yes. Well, first of all, uh, you mentioned that the mindset work is important and I agree and I think it's really about masculine and feminine energy you know we've got to we've got to approach everything using these two systems and so mindset work is really the masculine helping us to align our minds with the life we want to create for ourselves and then there's the feminine which is the one that's lesser known and this is what includes the body and our emotions and so when we're like working on both of these levels that is a truly holistic approach and um and and allows you to to also take those quantum leaps. So I love that you just pointed that out and I just wanted to touch on that as well. The other thing I just wrote here, that shame of our own desires, as you mentioned with like whether it's money, whether it's clients, whether it's love, whether it's sex, orgasms, like whatever it is, you know, when we are ashamed of what we desire, we can't, we are blocking ourselves from receiving that and it's annoying because you you know like this is what I'm doing like when you can see it and then you but that shame is so real it's so difficult and I think that's why um particularly in the area of shame this breath work and body work and um sacred sexuality practices with yourself are going to be so powerful to really like create a new relationship turn those create new relationships with the things that you desire yeah that's really beautiful I just had an aha moment (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and and yeah and another thing that came to mind when you were saying that beautiful combination of masculine and feminine energy and and I love masculine energy and and I think it's really is really present Mm -hmm. into our lives so we often don't even give it the treatment it deserves because it's just so automatic for us um but i wanted to mention that feminine energy can often feel really scary to go into because is this is this sense of like mystery and unknown and that's exactly how 
I felt when I was doing these practices because I was going really deep within myself and going into this altered state of consciousness when where you start to tap into the interconnectedness of everything and you know into this um holographic nature of this reality we're in and you're like actually this is all really fluid and I don't know if I can handle it you know this is all too too much like I'm I'm everything I'm one with everything and that is beautiful yet can be overwhelming you know because we're so used to be in our logical rational mind so I think it's, it's very interesting that you mentioned that because I think it's so necessary to start making the feminine like more natural and normal and a part of life and and I think the feminine holds magic Mm. as in real magic as in casting spells manifesting all of that and and it's been made hoo-hoo or it's been made you know something bad or witchcraft whatever like it's got a really bad reputation but actually I really believe it's just a normal thing it's just we need to integrate it into the reality we live in in the modern world yeah and as you were speaking, it's amazing. I'm just having so many realizations throughout our conversation, which is the power of conversation. Feminine energy doesn't have like any boundaries, right? It's that's what what makes it scary. So it's like that's what makes the the mystery and the unknown. Um, but because there are no boundaries, there's no containment. There's also no expectations there. And that is what limits us through the mind is our expectations of how things should be. So feminine energy is always putting us into the ability to experience magic because there is no containment and, and it, can't, it can't be contained basically. So I think that goes hand in hand with magic because if you expected everything, then that's not magical. You're not surprised. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's huge. <laughs> that's, that's huge. And, and the idea that we are limitless, yet when you think about it from the perspective of the mind, you cannot understand the concept, whereas you can understand it when you feel it, when you feel limitless in your meditation or after orgasm or, or actually in the orgasm. If you stay in that energy, you feel one with everything, with your partner, with with the, your environment. And, and then if you bring in your desires, you can feel like, oh my gosh, I'm limitless. I can really use this orgasmic energy to attract what I'm wanting to attract. So I think it's a very fun and encouraging way to think um, you know, of the future in terms of how business could be run I think is is, it could be life-changing yeah well you're really talking about obviously a holistic approach to business here it's like let's not just look at the things we do practically on a day-to-day basis to run a successful business let's look at how we can align our energy and how we can open up to receiving more and how that might even make that expansion a little bit more easeful because we're taking these quantum leaps forward yeah. So while we're on the topic of business, is there anything that you, I'd love to know, like, are there any highlights or lessons, a 
along your business journey that you'd love to share with our listeners today? Because we have a lot of people, as you know, who are also on their business journey and it's so great to hear other people's experiences. Yeah, so for sure, for me, it was really useful and important to join the Mistress Mind. And I'm referring to like the first round of ever (laughs) of a mistress mind that was um, last year. It was really good for me because I committed to my business and I had that accountability of the group as well as other women who were really seeing my vision and seeing beyond what I could see for myself. So it's an energy thing is is this environment that you create for your business and for yourself to really allow yourself to expand. So that was amazing for me. And um, also working one-to-one with you was really big for me to to, um, be able to say yes to investing in my business, Mm. even amounts of money that felt scary to my mind. And... um, yeah, I think it's important to have hold, have someone holding us, especially in the early stages of our business. Um, I have to say, working with magic and with my intuition, it's been the best thing in my business. Um, I'm very magical like that. Like I love to work with the moon and I do my new moon vision board. And, oh, that's so beautiful, um, everyone. I, <laughs> yeah, like I love to like work, you know, to work with the moon cycle and with my menstrual cycle in order to create. Mm. Uh, so that's that's been really magical. And it, it makes business less serious as well, Yeah, um, which I find interesting. Um, I think my highlight, my my most recent highlight was um, creating and launching the Orgasmic Breathwork Awakening Program because of the way that I allowed myself to fully receive the download of the program, mm. you know, with no questioning. Um, as, I, as it was coming through, my mind was saying, well, who are you to talk about these things? You know, this is not what you do. Or, you know, these topics are really taboo or this is too much for you, you know, you don't have enough training, enough preparation and to just really trust what was coming through Mm. and know that if you are getting an idea or something is being given to you, this means there's someone that it's easy need to receive in this, Mm. you know, even if it's just one person. Um, So I trusted myself when I was receiving the ideas, the downloads for this program and I sort of kept my energy in this high vibration with my practices and then I launched the program in such an easeful way and I got two clients that flew into in towards me like really quickly and you start realizing this is not about you you're Mm -hmm. just the medium you're just the medium something else is going on some information wants to come through some healing wants to come through for someone that needs it and all you have to do is receive and deliver. You don't have to worry about, you know, how you're launching and what you're doing. And, and I think this is something that really works for me to work in this sort of feminine way rather than trying to force myself by set, setting too many goals and targets. Like, oh, I need to make this amount of money and I need to sign 10 clients or whatever. Like whatever I go into business with my mind. I always get disappointed, whereas when I just 
sit back and allow things to flow, I, I get surprised and I get, mm-hmm. I get rewarded in a very beautiful way. And again, that's not to say no, you don't use your mind or set goals, but I think for me, it just it works better to be flowing more. Yeah, I love that difference between um, the disappointment versus surprise. Because you know, when you do use your mind, often you will be disappointed, and it's about happy, allowing that beautiful balance of the masculine and feminine. You know, like being able to use the structures to support you or use goals to support you when they feel fun, but then also not allowing them to limit you and allowing for the unexpected, the surprise, the magic, as you said, which I feel like is a really big theme of this whole conversation, allowing the magic and um, and allowing yourself to really experience your full self too. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Is there anything else you wanted to share about anything we've spoken about today, your business journey, breath work, sexuality? Mm, I guess one thing that I would love to leave our listeners with is to follow your curiosity, even if it feels kinky sometimes. (laughs) Um, So if you're feeling curious about, you know, people who are talking about spirituality, spirit guides, sex, manifestation, um, orgasms, money, and all these things that feel a little edgy, to trust your intuition because there's always a part of you, a more uh, shadowy part of you that wants to be integrated, that wants to come home. And I guess... A lot of my journey, it's been about embracing that kinky, sort of edgy curiosity um, because in the beginning of my life, I, I worked so hard to be the good girl mm. and then I, I like felt so attracted to many things that are in the dark, not necessarily that they're bad, but that they're just hidden in the dark. And this curiosity to go into the dark, to me in the beginning, felt oh, I'm doing something wrong, this is not okay. But actually, the more I went into it, the more I healed myself and integrated aspects of me that actually allowed me to create magic and create really good offerings and, you know, good things for my business and in my life. So that's what I would love to leave people with. Just follow your intuition and also follow your triggers if you are feeling triggered by anything that we've spoken about today, know that this is totally fine. It's okay. We honor you and we've been there. <laughs> and that's exactly like where you need to be, you know, like following your trigger. Absolutely. I love that. So Natalia, where can people connect with you? So the best way to connect with me is over on my Instagram. That's where I normally hang out the most. And it's at Breath Chica. Beautiful. And will you be offering your orgasmic breathwork awakening program again? Yes. So I'm finishing the first round um, this week, actually. Aww. So probably next round will happen in 2021. I don't know if it'll be January or February yet. I'm still asking my inner voice. But yes, for sure, there there will be a round happening and um, you're very welcome to um, join my waiting list. 
So you can visit my website. So it's um, nataliaolcoaching.com um, slash orgasmic breathwork awakening. And yeah, just put your name down and you'll receive the latest updates. Beautiful. And my final question is, what does creating a life that is beautiful mean to you? Um, I think to me it means learning how to embrace everything mm. that is happening in life and understand, you know, the light and the dark, the good and the bad, and also explore the magic in the in the possibilities of all I can create while I'm in this incarnation. Mm, I love that. Embrace everything. Beautiful. Well, Natalia, thank you so much for coming back onto the podcast and sharing this space with me again. I have absolutely adored our conversation today. As always, I could talk to you forever. So it's so beautiful because I'm sure we'll have many, many more conversations to dive into all of this. Um, I also just wanted to say thank you so much for journeying with me for the past more than 12 months as we've gone through both Mistress Minds and our one-to-one work together. It has been incredible to witness you show up for it all as like an amazing supporter for everybody in our in our Mistress Minds, first of all. Um, and secondly, and probably more importantly, showing up for yourself in like no matter what, facing the the good and the bad, as you mentioned, like experiencing it all and really embracing it all. And through that, just allowing the most incredible um, evolutions to come through along your business. And that's been so beautiful for me to witness. And your energy is just always just so grounded and wise. And so I just love working with you always. And I want you to know that. Oh, thank you so much, Leticia. The feeling is um, mutual. I love you a lot and I am so grateful that I found you. And yeah, I'm deeply, deeply grateful for this journey we've been through together. And I I just hope that you're going to help so many more women and that obviously our relationship will carry on and grow and evolve. So there you have it, my beautiful friends. A big thank you to Natalia for coming on to the podcast and sharing her journey and wisdom with us all. I absolutely adored this episode. And as I mentioned, I had so many aha moments. So if you had many aha moments as well, please take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now and tag both Natalia and I over on Instagram stories and let us know what your aha moments are. You can find Natalia at Breath Chica and you can find me at Letitia Ringe. And once again, if you'd love to join us for Holistic Business Month, head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Holistic Business Month. Make sure you pick up your copy of the Create Your Beautiful Year workbook at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash workbook. And if you'd love to partner with me in your beautiful business for 2021, then make sure you complete your business assessment form at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash assessment. All right, my beautiful friends, you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you in our next episode. Bye. 
Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.